we'll be going through scripture, thinking about our faith, and preparing ourselves for the day. Stick around. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another day of Stress to the Nines. So good to see you this morning on a cold and rainy day in Fort Smith. We're going to continue our journey through Paul's letter to the Galatians. Obviously, the issues in our country are at the fore of most of our minds after the uh, horrific and tragic events that we witnessed on our television yesterday. Uh, I'm not going to address that directly uh, in my conversation about this passage uh, because the two have very little to do with one another, but uh, we will be making sure that we maintain uh, prayers for our nation, prayers for uh, unity, prayers for peace, and uh, prayers for a spirit of love. So let's talk about Galatians and then we'll pray. Uh, We're going to read verses 13 through 18 this morning. We're continuing with Paul's, the section in my Bible calls it Paul's vindication of his apostleship. Uh, And vindication is a good word. This is Paul justifying and explaining his authority uh, and also trying to make sure that the Galatians understand the significance of the gospel that he taught them. Uh, And that not, not all teachings about Jesus are created equally. So, Let's listen to chapter 1, verses 13 through 18 through 17. You have heard, no doubt, of my earlier life in Judaism. I was violently persecuting the church of God and was trying to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many among my, many among my people of the same age, for I was far more zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who had set me apart before I was born and called me through his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me so that I might proclaim him among the Gentiles, I did not confer with any human being, nor did I go to Jerusalem to those who were already apostles. But I went away at once into Arabia, and afterwards I returned to Damascus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A lot of what uh, is spoken about here are things that are touched on in the book of Acts, as Luke recounts Paul's conversion and his early experience, uh, the departure to Arabia amongst them. Uh, Paul earlier discussed the nature of the revelation that he received from Jesus. He was not taught the gospel by people. He was taught directly by Jesus through a special and particular revelation. It's the reason he's so passionate about it. It's also the reason that we probably wouldn't get along with him if we decided to have dinner together. So in this particular passage, I want to focus on one thing, and it's in verse 15. But when God, who had set me apart before I was born and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me so that I might proclaim him among the Gentiles, I did not confer with any human being. So here we get an idea of Paul's understanding of God's providence and God's will. 
that before Paul was even born, God had chosen him to be his representative and his evangelist to the Gentiles. This understanding by Paul is one that pervades our own thinking a lot of times about our lives and the ways in which God works. The thing I would say about it is I think this is a little more particular and specific than we tend to believe it is. I don't know that God goes around laying out the lives of every human being. It does seem clear, however, that there are certain people for whom God has intended a specific job. While we have our special gifts and skills that we've been given, that doesn't mean that we are called or function in the same way as Paul did in the inception of the church. When we think about God's providence and power, we also understand that under that umbrella of providence and power, you and I have quite a bit of freedom to act and respond to God's call and also to use our gifts and our talents responsibly and for the building of the kingdom. I don't believe Paul experienced that same type of freedom. The ways in which he talks about his ministry and his life describe a way of being which is simply uh, 100% committed to the work of the gospel and to the teachings that he received in his revelation from Jesus. It's a different way of being and it's a different type of existence. As Paul himself talks about in other letters, not all Christians are created the same and not all of us are given the same jobs, talents, and duties. So as we listen to this story from Paul and we listen to him describing his life, it's important for us to uh, not think that all men are created equal, so to speak, in the world of Christian tasks or Christian calling, but rather that in very specific instances throughout history, God has singled someone out to do a very particular task, and that's the Apostle Paul. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, our minds turn inevitably and immediately to our nation and to the tumult and turmoil here. We pray for those who were harmed yesterday at our nation's capital. We pray for peace where there was anger. We pray for unity where there was division. And we pray for a spirit of oneness throughout our nation. We pray that all of us who follow Jesus would show love to those around us that we would love our neighbors, that we would love our enemies, and that we would act in selflessness and humility as we were taught by our Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, as we go through this day, help us to remember that we exist and inhabit your world and amidst your creation. Help us to listen for the gospel in our lives and help us to show it through all of our actions and our words. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, gang, that's our stress to the nines for today. Tasha will be back tonight, and I'll see you in the morning. Until then, peace.